0: Love Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older, and we know that in order to do that, we need to take care of our health and well-being, so that's why today's show is going to be especially informative. Our guest is Dr. Terone Lodog. Dr. Lodog is an internationally recognized expert in integrative medicine, dietary supplements and women's health and for many years she worked with none other than Dr. Andrew Weil at the University of Arizona Center for Integrative Medicine Dr. Lowdog's joining us today to share all about National Geographic's incredible new book Nature's Best Remedies, Top Medicinal Herbs, Spices, and Foods for Health and Well-Being. This is a topic that fascinates me. I know it fascinates a lot of you listeners out there. So welcome, Dr. Lodog. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, I can't wait to get going with this because, as I mentioned before we went on air, it's a passion of mine. I know it's a passion of yours. And like all of National Geographic's books, this one's visually stunning. It's filled with beautiful photographs, and it's packed with important information. But before we start on the book, I'd like to find out a little more about you because you wrote the foreword, and I know that complementary health and natural practices are a big passion for you. So tell us what drove your interest in and how what it was like working with Dr. Weil?
1: Oh, well, he's wonderful, uh, and so was our program. I was the fellowship director at the University of Arizona, uh, the Center for Integrative Medicine, where we trained uh, more than a thousand physicians and nurse practitioners in a broader way of thinking about health, and you know, not just pharmaceuticals and surgery. We we, we certainly don't reject those; we incorporate those, but we also. Talk about nutrition, the importance of nutrition, and how do we help patients manage their stress, and how do we write a fit prescription for, you know, fitness and exercise, and, and how do we use dietary supplements and botanical remedies safely and effectively. And, and, you know, I'll just tell you, clinicians are as interested as the everyday people in trying to learn more than just this pill for this problem. It's it's going to take a broader way of thinking about our, our lifestyle and our well-being for us to really turn the tide of a lot of the chronic disease that we see today. I, that is so uplifting information because one of the
0: things we can't, you know, we can't – stop aging, and I'm you know right. all about that because of my particular, uh, I'm a woman of a certain age, we'll say, but oh my gosh, the way you do it, uh, it just, it varies, I mean, some of it is luck, and some of it is genes, but a lot of it is what you put in your mouth, and how you, as you said, manage stress and exercise, so this is just uh, packed with all that kind of great information, and two, one other thing in the forward, I was fascinated by a statistic you put in that one out of three, Americans now believes in a more natural approach to health and well-being.
1: It is true. And, and you know, I think that um, we're living in a time where it, we're, we're in a blessed time. I know a lot of people think we're not, uh, there, you know, with some of the political climate. But, but what I would say is that we're at a time now where we have access to a lot of information. We have access to organic. You know, 40 years ago it was hard to find organic, certified organic. Yeah. We have we have the option for organic today. Um, there's so much. While there's a lot of not great food, there's more uh, wonderful food options now. People are more attuned to the impact on environment and of the environment in their health. You know, I'm aging. Uh, my parents in their late 80s, and um, you know, I'm of a certain age as well. You know, moving into my seventh decade, um, and and I think for 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 us. It comes, you know, we, we would wish that we would start thinking about this in our 20s, but we're invincible in our 20s and we're busy in our 30s and 40s. And when we hit 50, I think from, from my perspective, that's when many of my patients start saying, you know, I'm looking at possibly another 30, 40, maybe 50 years. I have, I have potentially this really long life ahead of me. And, I want to be strong and I want to be healthy and I don't want to take 10 prescription medications every day. What can I do? And I love that because it opens the conversation. It opens a conversation about what we can do today, no matter how old we are, to make today better and the coming months and years as healthy as we can possibly be given our genetics, our luck, and our history. Oh, Dr. Lewis, like I just
0: got those, those truth chills up the back of my neck. Yeah, I can tell you are passionate about this, and it's so, it's so inspiring, and again, kind of giving us the power that we can make a difference in our lives. And I just want to get back to the book for a second, because I want to say in addition to all the beautiful photographs and all, it's incredibly well organized, and there's a lot yeah. of information in it, so that's important. But I do want to focus a little bit on Chapter 4, Aging and Wellness. <laughs> Guess what? Yes. yes. But, so, I, I mean, again, there's great information in that and specifics. I love the specifics part about it. But in addition to eating right, exercise, adequate sleep, et cetera, in your own estimation and borrowing from the book again, do you have any special tips that are especially important for us about aging?
1: Well, I think that we want to remember that as we age, one of the things that does, um, there are many things that shift, but one of the things is that there is more inflammation in the body. Um, The body tends to become more inflammatory, and we believe inflammation may be what's driving a lot of the diseases that are associated with aging, right? So using things that can fight some of that or counter it, like turmeric. Turmeric is such a classic example of an herb that has a lot of inflammation kind of fighting properties to it. This can be easily added to the diet, but also you can use it for, you know, as a supplement. It helps with inflammation and arthritis and aches and pains and things like this. Um, so that's a, big, that's a big fan. I'm a big fan of turmeric. Also, sometimes the immune system can be um, under a little bit more stress and strain. We know that when you're 80 and you get a bad respiratory infection, it can be very different than if you're 50. So vitamin D becomes very important, not just for muscle and bones, but the British Medical Journal just published at the end of 2017 a review that found that taking vitamin D supplements in people that were low in vitamin D that it dramatically reduced the number and severity of upper respiratory infections, and this included in wow. older people. So vitamin D, you know, we, we get less of it in the winter because there's just less sun in the, in the winter, and that's also the time we're more vulnerable for respiratory infections. Two and a half million people die every year from that. So, so vitamin wow. D, you know, turmeric, um, drinking some astragalus, tea, you know, astragalus is an herb that is used in China to strengthen the immune system. So there's a lot of these things. I would just also want to be a big advocate. We talk about protein in the book, but protein is really important, you know. It's important throughout our lives, but as we age, that protein keeps our muscles strong as well as our bones. So very important to maintain your protein um, through your diet. You know, think of beans and legumes, but also fish and chicken, poultry. And you might even need to add a little extra protein powder if you find as you age that you're, you're eating less and maybe not getting enough protein. That's a big one I see with my older patients an awful lot, that they, they need a little topping up of protein. Oh, Dr.
0: Lodok, wow. I am going to be listening to this and jotting notes and everything because that's <laughs> so helpful, that information. Uh, and also I wanted to mention, too, in the book, uh, in that particular chapter, they talk about keeping your memory sharp and herbs yeah. like ginseng and ginkgo and things like that. But you would mentioned supplements before, and one thing I do want to ask you is, of course, when you buy supplements and you read it's an unregulated, you know, industry, do you have any guidelines for purchasing supplements that that we know we're going to get, it? you know, again, the best out there? Or do you have any any recommendations or thoughts on supplement buying?
1: Sure. Um, So there are a number of brands that are USP verified, meaning that they've been independently tested by the United States Pharmacopeia, which I've chaired various panels there for 22 years now. Um, so the USP is the same one that guarantees your aspirin is your aspirin and your penicillin is your penicillin, right? So a number of uh, of companies have a USP seal on them, and and you you'll know that that product has just what it claims to. It sounds strange, but SANS and Costco, um, those, those brands that are there, many of them are USP verified, um, so they they tend to be uh, of of a good quality, um, and then. I would just say that another label, uh, uh, an indicator that you could use is if it says NSF. Um, NS, NSF is another independent body that, um, that, that independently checks the quality of these products. NSF is the same um, organization that makes sure your water filters really filter your water the way they're supposed to. Um, so there's a number of ways to buy your supplements. Let me tell you that um, you know, the most expensive is not always the best. And that the cheapest, you know, is often not the best either. So, you know, buy, be, be, be um, a good shopper. Be, be good when you're out looking. Uh, read labels carefully. Um, and, and stick with the bigger brands because the bigger brands just tend to do a, a, a pretty good job uh, of meeting their quality control. The vitamins we don't have that much difficulty with. I'll be really honest. Your vitamin D is your vitamin D is your vitamin D. But the botanicals can be trickier because you've got to really know what you're doing when you're putting a botanical in a, in a, in a pill. You've got to make sure you're getting the right genus and species. So, um, so the botanicals can be a little trickier, but as you'll see in this book, a lot of these are, you know, you can just buy them at the grocery store. They're, they're easily found at the grocery store, or you can buy from, like, Mountain Rose Herbs. That's one of my favorite places to buy bulk herbs because they sell in small quantity. Mountain Rose Herbs has certified organic herbs, and you can buy in just small little packs. So if you read the book and you say, gosh, I really want to try that, Mountain Rose is a great place to go um, that sells at a very good price, certified organic, really high-quality bulk herbs that you could um, buy for your kitchen. Boy, Doctor Bob, Doc, you really—you
0: are a font of all this wonderful information. Because that was oh. something that's worried me, and I, I know we've got like a couple minutes left. I could keep you on forever, but I want to be mindful of other people who want to talk with you. But uh, there's just—I just, just want to go over. I know your favorite chapter in the book because you put that in your foreword. Nature's Power Pantry. All sorts of helpful information. And one of the things that is such a big term now are probiotics. In the book it says, I didn't realize this, it's from the Greek, which means for life. Life. So do you have any, again, we've got two minutes left. In that amount of time, do you have any final thoughts for us? Because you've been so helpful.
1: Well, I am a fan of probiotics. I'm a fan of them across the lifespan. But also they can be very helpful um, for men and women. Um, who may struggle with um, recurrent uh, bladder infections? Uh, this is more common in women than men, um, but probiotics have been shown to help reduce the recurrence of bladder infections. So um, we certainly want to treat a bladder infection, but with, with the appropriate antibiotics. But if you could prevent them, that could be uh, that that could be really powerful and important for you. So probiotics very important for your GI tract and also may be relevant if you're struggling with bladder uh, problems. And the other thing I would say is as a resource, I would love to be a resource for your, for your listeners. Um, my website is drlowdog.com, and under my resources page, I have a lot of links out to you know, resources that I use and that I recommend and that I recommend to my patients. And so you'll find those there. And also I did a couple of, of um, videos where I, I did some of these recipes um, here, like the golden milk and using essential oils. Um, they're just short little videos, and my daughter helped me film them, and we just did them because we thought some people who are reading this book may go, I'd really like to try that, but I'm not really sure how to make it. So we did a few videos to give you some confidence and so you can go out and wow,
0: do some what, of these things on your own. Well, that is so fantastic. So as soon as I get, as soon as we close, which we have to right now, I am going to your website. Boy, has this been enlightening, fun, and just great information! Thank you so Thank much. You.
1: Thank you. Have a great
0: well, day. And I, Well, it was you, too, and I want to urge everyone out there, please take a look at Nature's Best Remedies, Top Medicinal Herbs, Spices, and Foods for Health and Well-Being. It belongs on every Boomer's uh, bookshelf. It's a great resource, and, again, it's really visually appealing, lots of great information. And as soon as you finish reading the book, head on over to Dr. Lodog's website like I'm going to do right now. And while you're at it, Don't forget to go out there and show the world just how feisty a woman over 50 can be. This is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio. Then I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.